0: I tell you, today, we are learning something very, very important. It's called Honaata Devarim. Honaata Devarim, the Mesla says something beautifully. He speaks about certain uh, sins, Averot, that we're not allowed to do. He speaks about Geneva stealing. He speaks about Arayot uh, uh, Nashim, how a person can't uh, look at Nashim, he can't look at ladies, or he can't uh, interact, right? There's a third thing he spoke about, eating non kosher. The fourth thing he speaks about, which is encompassing Ben Adam Nahaviro, is very, very important. It's called Honad Devarim. What's Hona'ad Devarim? What is that? If a person is going to embarrass somebody, even if it's not in public, people think, oh, I, I embarrassed him. Okay, big deal. I hurt his feelings. Okay, big deal. But I didn't embarrass him. There was not a lot of people there. No, no, no. You don't understand that. You can't hurt a, a fellow Jew with words either. That's a, and and uh, where, is this, where is this very, very applicable to, to a person's uh, spouse? 'cause why he's with the person. Twenty four seven, who is he with? His wife, let's say. He's with his wife. He's home, he's this, he's that, Shabbat comes that. He's with his wife a lot. So same thing about a wife to the husband. He can't give her um tza'ar, right, with words. That 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 applies. I'll give you an example. Rav Orbach, the Zaman Orbach. He 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 said at his at his wife's funeral when she passed away, says usually people it's Mehillah from their spouse. Oh, Mehila, if I did anything wrong, please forgive me, this, that. He said, I'm not, he said it publicly. He said, I'm not asking Mehila. So everybody's looking shocked. Mean? He goes, I know, Vada, I know, 100% sure that I never hurt my wife's feelings ever. <laughs> like, okay. That's what Shlomo Zahman Orbach. You have to understand who we're talking about. Shlomo Orbach was the Gadol The Gadol And when I mean that, I mean it. They have a very famous story about Shlomo Zahman Orbach with, with, um, um, with smoking. Many years back, they didn't know smoking was, was bad for you. Now they know smoking is bad for you. Back then they didn't know. So people were were addicted uh, uh, smokers. Nothing's wrong with smoking before you knew something was wrong, right? People were smoking, 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 smoking. They even had a section of Ben Midrash, smoking section. You know? they had a smoking, legit, they had a real thing in the back, smoking section. Why? Because these are smokers, these are non-smokers. But then later on in life, they found out that smoking was bad for you. It's bad for your lungs and this and that. So they came to Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach <coughs> and they told Rav Shlomo Zaman, as he was having a cigarette because he didn't know what was wrong. They told him, by the way, they just came out with a whole study and this and that and that. Smoking is very bad for you. He was in the middle of a cigarette. Really? So yeah. He took this cigarette. Look how much control he had. He, he, he took it out. He said, that's, that's my last one. I'm never, having, I'm never having another one ever again. He yeah. never had another one after that. They took his uh, cigarette, the last. Cigarette, they framed it like the last cigarette that he had. We need to say, look how much self-control he had. After, after years of smoking, boom, that's it. This is my last cigarette. He put it down. He's not having any more. You know, there's a famous, uh, famous story about a, a lady, how she came to the rabbi. And uh, we said this once, but it's so important to hear because it's so strong. It's such an important point. How there was a lady, come, come, she came to the rabbi and she came to the rabbi. And she said, Rabbi, um, um, what should I do? said, so what's the matter? He said, my husband. So what's wrong with your husband? He so said, my husband uh, constantly comes home and you know, sometimes he gives me a bash and he shambles me and this and that. It hurts me a lot, a lot. So what should I do? He said, listen, do you get very upset? Yeah, I get very upset. Do you answer back? He says, sometimes yes, yeah, sometimes no. I don't know what to do. He says, you know what? Take out your rage on a, on a nail and a, on a nail. Meaning to say, go upstairs as soon as he comes. He tells you something that you don't like. Run upstairs to your room. Go upstairs, you have a wall by room, take a nail, hammer it in, like get take your anger out on that. Anyway, she did it. She kept on doing it. The husband goes after like three weeks, four weeks. He tells his wife, he said, honey, I don't understand what's going on over here. Every time I come home, if I shamble you, if I say a bear word for you, just run upstairs. You know, usually you used to, used to go and used to uh, 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 shamble me back, say something back to me. Over here now what are you doing? You don't even talk to me? You go, you're right away. Tell me what's, uh, talk to me. What, what's going on? What are you doing? He tell, she tells his husband. Listen, let me tell you something. I went. I spoke to the rabbi. He gave me great advice. Says so instead of answering your back, take the anger on the on the nail out on the hammer and the nail. And this already, I'll relieve my uh, stress. And this like down the nail. Said so, really. Let me see. He runs upstairs. He opens up his wife's a uh, 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 closet. He sees in the back there's like a like a hammer and, he, and she put like a wall. And she, he goes, oh my goodness, how many is this? fifteen nails? You ready? Put. I heard you 15 times already? Yes. Yeah. What? In three weeks I hurt you for me? Yes. So, okay, I'm going to make it up for you. So What are you going to do? Don't worry about it. Every time now, I'm going to go and make a compliment. Every time I come in, I'm going to compliment you. And every time I compliment you, you have to go upstairs and, and what? We're going to take one one off. Me and you, we're going to come upstairs. We're going to take one nail out. So the husband comes home. So Honey, wow, you look so beautiful. Wow. I love that you look beautiful, gorgeous. All right, let's go, honey. They go upstairs, they take out the nail. The next day, wow, this soup you made, unbelievable soup, honey, unbelievable. How do you make such a soup like this? How do you make such a Both dad, they the nail. The next time, comes home, the house, honey, the house looks so clean and fresh, what? They go together. Finally, after 15 times, the last, after the last nail, they go together and. He takes out the last nail. And he's so happy. He says, wow, honey, you understand. We did it. We did it. All of a sudden, what does the wife say? The wife says, you're right. Yes, we did it. But at the end of the day, the wall still has holes in it. So the wife is saying, you're right. We, 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 We concluded. But at the end of the day, those words that you heard me, the words that you say... Is there, you know. At the end of the day, it's there. Of course, there's tshuva, and of course, there's this. But what's the point of the story? The point of the story is not, not to say it. To control yourself, not to say it. By your tongue, by your lips. You know, I told you, ever since that day, I'm going something about myself. Ever since that day, I, I, I don't know if I remember, you remember the story I was telling you, how I was parking. I was going to park in uh, Chaim Berlin. And on the side, there's an a, a alternate side. I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn. I had an hour, I only had an hour and a half, and and I said to myself, the alternate sides. You, know, park, the, the, you double park the car, and you, you run out. Uh, so I double parked, right? And by, by 10 ten ten a.m., I was going to move my car. So I go out and I made sure three times. I looked at the sign. Yes, yes, perfect. You can't park on that side. I made sure you can't park on that. I said, uh, I'm wearing a Yamaha I don't want to make any sham. So I parked on the other side. Fine, perfect. I'm allowed to 100%. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, I get out of learning an hour and a half, right before alternate was over, and I see that, you know, people were parking on the side a little bit earlier than they were supposed to. So now they're parking a little bit earlier. I'm double parked. No cars really can pass. So who are they thinking? Who's at fault? The guy who's double parked. But really, it's not true. It's the guy who parked on the alternate side. That's the problem. I'm not the one. Bottom line is, I get out. I see uh, two guys, three guys. They start screaming. Why oh, did you park? Why did you park? It's like, oh, excuse me. Come down. I have 100% rights to park. There's no problem. And look, look at the sun. I'll read you the sun. I'll show you the sun. I'm 100% allowed to park over here. And he's screaming and he's not. So sometimes when a guy screams, can So I, I start telling him, no. Then we started talking. Now I got, I got loud and he got loud and I got loud he got loud. Before you know it, a tumult. I said from that point on, I said, how do you win a, 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 a fight? How do you win a, a verbal uh, fight? How do you win a verbal fight? I'm going to tell you the secret, by the way. You keep your mouth shut. Because when you, when somebody's enraged, at that moment, they don't care what you have to say. They don't even care if you're 100% right. They're enraged. They're in a, in a, in a, in a fume right now Just keep your mouth closed. That's the same thing. When a person comes home and fights, this, that. Sometimes a person... The the husband did not eat. He's just hungry. So he's lashing out because he's very hungry. They say Rashul he used to tell the people, he said, if you're very hungry before you walk into the house, have something to eat before you leave your work or your or your yeshiva or your kollel. Have something small to eat, just something small to calm you down before you walk. You know what they say? Don't don't talk to the lion when he's hungry. Yeah, I'm hearing that statement. Oh, no, I don't know how you heard that one. Don't talk to the lion when he's hungry, you know? The, 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 the husband is very, very hungry. He comes home. Who knows if the dinner's gonna be ready? You're not be ready. You come home. The dinner's not ready. You're already lashing. You're already bowling out. You're ready this. You're ready that. So therefore, sometimes I always gave, gave a beautiful advice. Sometimes a person in, is enraged, and 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 women have to understand that. Ladies have to understand that automatically. And I know one time, uh, I know a fellow how his wife was screaming at him. And said, so he says, what, "What happened?" She says, "She didn't eat all day." When a person doesn't eat all day, a person gets nervous very very quickly or a person doesn't have enough sleep sometimes. A person doesn't gets nervous, he gets anxious. And therefore, these things you have to understand what Mr. Shim is telling us. There is something called hona'at devarim. Hona Devarim is you can't uh, hurt a person with words. And just like physically, you can't punch a person, you can't hit a person, right? You you can't hurt the person with words. And these words they say, sticks and stones will never uh, will never hurt me. What do they say? Sticks and stones will break my bones, break my bones but, but words I will never hurt. You know, they're <laughs> they're but words will never hurt me. By the way, the Torah is against that 100%. Sticks and stones are okay for you. Hit a, you hit a guy, he gets a bruise. At the end of the day, his bruise will go away. But the words will hurt. Because the words, remember, imagine, imagine a, a guy screams at a girl and says that, that, you know, you're so fat, or you're so ugly, or you're so. Or, 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 or a person says to a, to a person, oh, you're so stupid, you're so. You're an idiot. You're, he remembers those words. Those words hurt. Those words hurt. Those words hurt. And therefore, a person has to know. One of the things Message says: say is be careful. Don't hurt people's feelings. Uh, anyway, that's only polite. It's a type of a uh, politeful thing to do as, um, uh, as, as you know, um, yeah? We'll, we'll um, stop here. And this is the that we have to understand.